0: I had to tell an employee that he smelled once because <laughs> we were getting so many complaints that I had to tell him that he was going to need to wash a little better. That was, that was an awkward one and kind of gross, and I didn't want to do it. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now, we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to take a quick second to remind everybody to head on over to our website and get entered for our Ready for More giveaway. Uh, We're running just a little promotion right now. Because we're ready for more in our business. We are ready to level up our Million Dollar Academy. And part of that is getting more of you guys in there to join us. It's an awesome group. And so we are giving away three free months inside of the Academy. That's awesome. That's like a $750 value. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to get in on that, just go to www.milliondollarlandscaper.com slash Entry, I yep. do believe it is. Well, I'm sure we'll have a link to it. You can somewhere. get to the
1: main website too. but
0: Yeah, go through the main website or we'll have a link somewhere. Or There's links I know inside. If you're in the Landscaping Business Owners Facebook group, there are links in there as well. Yep. And if you're not in that group, I would get in there and join. We're actually going <laughs> to... I apologize in advance if somebody if any of you have requested to join the group and you haven't gotten approved yet. We're actually hiring somebody to help us because the group is growing so fast that we can't keep up because we do actually sit and try to look through profiles to keep trolls and people that have nothing to do with landscaping out. You know,
1: it's it's legitimately look at each person that comes in there. And make sure they are a business owner who they say they are. Or
0: try to be, yeah, not everyone owns a business. Yeah. Sometimes we get people that are like, oh, I'm in the military and I'm going to mm-hmm. be getting out, but I'm looking, you know, to maybe yeah. have a business. And that's completely okay. But we do try to keep like straight up trolls just yeah. out. So yeah. we apologize if it's taken a while to get you approved, but we are finally getting to hire an assistant to help out with that because yeah. it's just taken way too long. Today is kind of just like a little like if we could go back in time, what would we tell ourselves? Say mm-hmm. we go back twenty years. Oof, I, we're that's we're a old. Long time. T- I know. I, I feel a <laughs> little bad saying that we are now old enough that we could go back twenty years um, and give our working selves some advice. Yeah. So Maybe we'll do this again in 20 more years and Oof. we'll be like, oh man, we Oof. were dumb. So <laughs> and I'm not saying we were dumb as kid, you know, we're 43. So if we go back, that's 20, you know, that's 23. So we were early on in our careers, but we were out there and working. Mm-hmm. And if I could tell myself one thing back then, I think I would tell myself that everything is, everything is always has been, and everything always will be fine. Like it will be fine. You're gonna have some some periods of time that like might kind of suck and you're going to have a lot of hard things that you're going to have to work through and go through, you're, you'll be fine. You're, <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll make it girl. You'll get through, you're going to be fine. Yeah. So,
1: you, you still tell yourself this nowadays. Though, I sometimes.
0: do. Cause I do kind of mm-hmm. still get worked up about things. Um, I just, well, cause I always just want things to be good and done right. And I want things mm-hmm. to be well and mm-hmm. and and I do this in all aspects oh. of my life. I do it with parenting, I do it with our relationship, I do it with work, I do it with everything. I'm just that's just kind mm-hmm. of my nature. Well,
1: we're a little bit of perfectionist. We like to be well, yeah, more so me, I guess, but you're a
0: little more perfectiony than me, but I always just want every I'm a middle child, so I'm kind of like a mediator, and I just want everything to be good and fine, mm-hmm. and everybody to be happy so mm-hmm. and that's kind of my just personality type. That's just kind of how I am. But yeah. I, I do on occasion have to tell myself everything's just <laughs> fine and everything has always been fine and everything will be fine. So I guess, yeah, 43-year-old yeah. Katie's taking the same advice. But yeah. if I could go back in time, I would I would learn that lesson a little sooner because it probably took me these 20 years to learn that.
1: I would, say, you? I would say for me, it's take a look at the big picture of things. Don't get stuck in the measly tasks you're working on at that point. You need to look at your company overall and... And today, I guess we'll, we're going to share some stories on what we've had. And, and I got stuck in some of these moments that we'll share here shortly. And just your your focus on that issue, whatever that problem is or whatever that, you know, the awkward moment or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have to look at the whole picture, you know, and just kind of ignore, not necessarily ignore, but just don't get tied down in those little things, I guess.
0: Don't get stuck in the yeah. deeds.
1: Yeah. Because you, you'll get focused on that and kind of forget everything else that's going on in your business. So I would yeah. say. Oh, well,
0: this is definitely a Scott thing. I have no problem. I really yeah. only focus on big picture things. I have a hard time like dialing it down <laughs> into like tasks. And yeah. so, yeah, this is a.
1: Yeah, because I, I like to do this project and finish that and move on to the next project. Get this project done and move on to the next project. And I can't. Yeah. I'll, I can start a bunch of things, but I'll never get anything done if I don't just nail down one thing. So.
0: Yeah. No, you and I are complete opposites. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, no, like Scott said, we just kind of have some fun stories because, you know, some of these lessons and things we've had to go through, like some of them are funny, some of them are not, but <laughs> either way, here we are, September 2020, and we're fine. Yes, we, we are. We made it.
1: Yeah, so. even with Arona, we're still so good.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we're fine. It's it's fine. It's all fine. So, all right, you want to start?
1: Sure. So one of the first stories I can that came to my mind was we're doing just a simple little like landscape job for this It was was an hoa uh, complex it was like little duplexes and it was just a simple like sod job and just basic landscape package for this homeowner or for the home association i remember this older lady it was was in the afternoon this older lady came out and she was in a a walker and she was dragging a wheel or not a wheelchair a oxygen bottle with her she comes out there and she's like irate like you see arms flailing i'm like what is going on so i walk over there and she is upset about the way we laid our sod, and i i can't particularly remember exactly what the issue was she didn't like the way we had it on the hill because we we're staking it to keep it in place and it wasn't a big hill we're and, in
0: northwest indiana yeah, there's not a lot of hills yeah and <laughs> there's it, no there are no big hills and you know
1: we've laid it fine the same way we've laid it many Five many years times. yeah yeah <laughs> and she came out there and just Throwing a fit, and then her husband comes out there too, and he's like yelling. I mean, I was trying to explain to her, and, and you know, everything's fine. The way we do it is is fine. And she started threatening like all kinds of lawsuits and all this stuff, and I just remember just like taking a step back and just calming down because I I could feel myself, you know, my blood pressure starting to rise. I'm starting to get furious, get but I took a step back and just kind of let her say her piece or whatever. And we finally came to an agreement at the end. Like you know if if you're not happy with the way the sod is or way it's laid, I was like, we can have somebody, you know, another company come out or an outside agency come out there and and look at it. And I think we agreed upon having the, oh, uh, somebody you, from Purdue
0: Purdue extension, yeah
1: extension come out there and take a look at it. If there's any issues, I said, we'll, we'll take care of You know, whatever the problem is, whatever we have to do to make it right. And, uh, after just hearing that she kind of just calmed down, but I just remember like thinking if I, just taking a step back and just calming down, let her speak her piece, And it kind of just, everything kind of settled down to es- yeah. escalated from there. So. Yeah.
0: Well, cause there are people that would have like tried to go like fisticuffs mm-hmm. with the old lady and yeah. argue.
1: Yeah. And I, I just remember <laughs> thinking if I, if I argue with this lady, she's, she I think die. she's going she's to have a heart attack out here. She's yeah. like, she was probably in her late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And like I said, she's carrying it or dragging an auction bottle behind her. I'm like, I can't. hold yeah. This old lady. Like, right. But Just don't get stuck in those stupid little things like that and get frustrated. Yeah. (laughs) Find a solution. There's always some kind of, there's
0: a solution and you found it.
1: Yeah. So that, that was one of the things. And then we've kind of shared this story before here on here on the, on the podcast where I've actually had to fire one of my friends. And that was a, that was a very hard moment for me. Um, he just, his attitude wasn't where it needed to be in our business and, um, you know, I just remember calling him in the office in the morning and telling him we had to let him go. And I, like, it was very hard for me. Like, well, that's it,
0: so personal. Yeah. You'd known him forever. Yeah. He was he, in our wedding.
1: Yeah. He, he, you know, he started with my dad years before. I remember him coming in yeah. his little Chevette with his big speakers and everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. uh, you know, just became friends over the time. And and then I had to, had to fire him because of his attitude and stuff. And you know, it was very hard, and we're we're and still at the good time,
0: friends. yeah, it seems like like the it's really hard and the world's yeah. ending. But look at him now; he's yep. doing great. Yep. He's, he's fine. On
1: and it he's... forced
0: him to level up yep. in his life because yep. if you're, this is one of the things that I've learned. Like if people are are acting miserable, it's because they're miserable. Mm-hmm. It's it's not because of us. It wasn't because yep. of the company that yep. had nothing to do with us. Yep. It was him, and he had to get himself straight.
1: Yep, and he did. He's he's doing well for himself. Yeah, so. But yeah, that was, that was a very hard and awkward moment. That for was one me. of these,
0: this is one of the less funny stories, yeah, but, no. yeah. <laughs> but you made it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, Made it through.
0: Yeah. No, I had to do something similar. Um, I didn't have to fire one of my best friends slash coworkers, but I had to tell her that if she didn't get some kind of professional help. That she was going to maybe have to lose her job. She was in a bad... And once again, it goes to she was in such a bad spot in her personal life that she couldn't leave it home and she was bringing it to work. And it was... Toxic is the only word I have for it. (laughs) And it was causing problems within our crews at work. It -hmm. was causing problems when she had to interact with the public. If she had to interact with other employees, it was... It was toxic everywhere. Yeah. And so she, and once again, and it was so hard at the time, like <laughs> so hard. I was anxious. It was making me want to throw up because once again, it was a friend. And yeah. so we were like almost too close to be, too, <laughs> to be coworkers. Um But now, yeah, I mean, it's over and yeah. she's fine. She went and got help. She got herself straight and she's fine. Yeah. So yeah. this, once again, ties <laughs> back to it, it kind of might suck in the moment, but it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And like I said, it didn't, it really didn't have to, anything to do with the job. It didn't have anything to do with me. It was her own stuff yeah. that was causing her to be toxic in the work environment.
1: Well, it's just, and it's hard just for us because it's, it's our business or it's our job. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have to keep moving forward and, yeah. and, and especially when it becomes like a friend or something like that. It's just, right. it's hard. It's very difficult. This, this situation. is why I don't
0: make very good friends at work anymore sorry (laughs) side note i don't i just i i've learned my lessons from getting too close maybe uh, this might just be me because it's hard for me Mm -hmm. and so that's why i'm very friendly at work and very professional and i'm happy to just be pleasant but i try not to get super duper duper close like that anymore Mm -hmm. because for me it's just it's hard for me makes it too hard
1: i think it's kind of hard to not do that in a smaller landscape business when you have you know, I know. You you get kind of personal. You're up working side by side with people. I know, the time. and it's other people do, will so. say
0: that you've got to be friends with and treat yeah. people like family. This is this is a Katie thing. Yeah. So nope, this is me. <laughs> no, <laughs> so what else you got there? Yep. Um,
1: let's see, we had another issue with our workers at the time using the restroom behind our mulch and gravel bins.
0: Yes. Number and, ones and number twos. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately it's number twos and yeah. uh, I mean number ones we didn't see, but the number two is we can see the remnants of
0: yeah TP
1: and stuff. And we, I think it was my dad actually found it. He, for whatever reason, climbed on the back there or whatever. On the, Cause it was like a concrete wall, I guess, around it. And, uh, these big, huge concrete blocks. And for whatever reason, he got up there and then just spotted it and found out what it there, was and there then, it is <laughs> we're Like, what in the world is going on you know we have the restroom in the, in the shop office and people weren't using it and uh what we found out was because you know we're really pissed at it like what's
0: yeah we're like what's this going is on disgusting. why are you
1: doing this you know and uh because
0: to us it, it's like that's so disrespectful yeah. why are you literally shitting on our yeah. business yeah so. well,
1: what, what the hell's going on here yes and again we had to take a step back and we found out it was a well, for one, some of the employees did not like to go in the office because they didn't want to, I guess, smell up the office possibly.
0: Well, because at the time, the only restroom was right in the office where mm-hmm. your mom and I's desk are. Like yeah. you walk in the door and there was your mom's desk, my desk and the bathroom. Yeah. That's in like a little kitchenette. That's yeah. all that was in there. So if they had, to, if, if anybody came in and used that bathroom, we all knew it.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> I think it was, that, that was part of the problem. And then two, we found out it was a little bit of a cultural issue. Um
0: yeah, these it's, were all our Hispanic. Yeah, it was the Hispanic yeah, workers.
1: The, yeah, I'm trying to put this politically correct, I yeah. guess. Um, but it, the, the Hispanic workers were, I guess, you know, from the area from where they were from, you cannot flush toilet paper down in the toilet. And so they would put it in the wastebasket. And that alone was kind of disgusting. Oh, an, an once we thing. got them in the bathroom? Yeah. You're yeah, jumping around. They, doing, What's no, that? they were throwing in the paper the remnants in the teepee in the wastebasket. You well, remember that?
0: No, I do. But you were talking about them going outside.
1: Oh yes. But we didn't have
0: wastebaskets yeah. outside.
1: So but yeah, well, well, that's the reason why they started going outside because they oh, didn't, they didn't
0: want to throw it in. Correct. The inside. Yeah,
1: they didn't want to throw it in the, in the wastebasket. So yes. Um, and,
0: and that t- is a real thing. I didn't know about this either until I was in college. Cause mm-hmm. I lived off campus down at Purdue mm-hmm. and, um, our building owner, we were, our pipes were yeah, backing up and, uh, yeah, his handyman was a Hispanic guy and he kept yelling at us telling us that it was that we were flushing toilet paper and we're like what are you talking about that's where it goes it is the <laughs> toilet. Um we just called RotoRooter yeah. and so anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we found out they just didn't want to do that so they were just going behind the gravel bin and, and mulch bins and just leaving a mess so we we ended up getting a porta potty and they all we And that worked out a, fine. We had to have a talk with them and explain to them use this yes, toilet paper and go in there and it was fine, but it was just, it was a very awkward situation. But again, we had to step back because we were very upset about this at the beginning and found out it was just how they are brought up and the the way they are raised and the cultural differences. So just take a step back.
0: (laughs) Take a step back, breathe. Yeah. Ooh, something that wasn't, I had to tell an employee that he smelled once (laughs) because we were getting so many complaints that, I had to tell him that he was going to need to wash a little better. That was, that was an awkward one and kind of gross and I didn't want to do it, but it was, it was fine. (laughs) He was an old, he was an older guy too. I was real young when I had to do this. This was a long time ago. So I don't know. It just feels weird, you know, being like 23 and telling a guy who's probably in his mid forties at the time that we were getting multiple complaints about his smell (laughs) and that could he please wash.
1: yeah Yeah, that's a little awkward yeah Yeah. that that was
0: (laughs) i just didn't know what to say i'm like please just wash better yeah (laughs) yeah, so i got through it was weird but i did it Mm -hmm. so
1: we we also had i guess we had another employee too that was urinating in a customer's backyard and the and it wasn't he wasn't hiding it very well we'll just say he was in plain view and the customer could see him out the back window yeah this isn't
0: thing. even a cultural difference no, this is just, just he was being stupid
1: yeah and we we had to let him go because that was there is no excuse for that like there he could have gone we had stuff in the trailer he could have done things on he could have gone with somebody to the, gas, to the station, gas station whatever go in the trailer um, bucket yeah this was a. Uh, this just to me falls
0: choice. under the category of These are things that you don't think you you have to explain to and tell employees, (laughs) but this is why you have an onboarding process Mm -hmm. because you need to let your employees know, okay, hey, we don't pee in people's backyards. You literally never think that you're going to have to tell them that, but you You have to tell them that. And so you need to make sure when you have new employees coming on, this is our procedure for Mm -hmm. going to the bathroom out in the field,
1: right? right? Even even at the shop now, you have to tell them, like, we have a porta potty or we have this... Please use the
0: provided facilities. Yes. yes. And thank you.
1: Unfortunately, you have to explain to people every single thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that to me is a big life lesson that there are like, I've never considered myself like the sharpest knife in the drawer, but you, there are some very minute things like that, that you have to explain to people Mm -hmm. because people will just do unbelievable things that you don't even think of. <laughs> so, and well, cause you have had bosses that would explain every little oh, thing yeah. and you found it very patronizing. You're like, I am not an idiot. Yeah. Why? It, you oh, yeah. hated it.
1: I did the fire restoration place. I did the, uh, yep. the owner would come tell me every single detail and I've been there. I was there for, you know, for a while and I wasn't there super long, but no, it was nothing like it was you common would like sense stuff. like a little manager person yeah. or
0: ran a crew. Yeah. This I, was, I ran a crew was way it was, back.
1: But I, uh, knew enough what to do but he would come tell me every single detail but now years later and looking back that I now see having why.
0: yeah run a business yeah. you're like oh that's
1: yeah. why yeah it's, it's a yes a little eye opener i guess
0: yeah <laughs> um i guess another little bit of advice i would have told my younger self was that you know, it's okay to go ahead and trust that you know what you're doing. If you Mm -hmm. do indeed know what you're doing. I spent a lot of years working in parks and rec. Um, my degree is actually in forestry and I've spent a lot of time working as an ecologist and a property manager. And I would have people just tell me like the dumbest things. And I, I remember just like, cause I, when I was just first starting out being like, am is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But then now I know it's like, no, no, no. The general public knows nothing about what you're doing so hear them out and then just have them get up on down the road tell them to get out of here and
1: what you're saying goes along with when you're talking to customers most of the time customers don't know the whole big picture what's involved in every single thing so this is you have to educate them you have to tell them everything because they don't understand well because i
0: had a guy tell me okay because there was a park that a large portion of the park was wetlands mm -hmm. and so when it would rain the trails would be wet and muddy and this guy blew up on me and he was like we have local co-ops that have all these corn cobs from shelling corn you could go get those cobs and you could put them on the trail to soak up all this water and i'm looking at him like what are you talking about i'm like these are wetlands number 1 so when it rains they're going to be wet i'm just i'm like walk on the paved there was paved trails you know <laughs> like um bike trails you know there were other tra- places to walk mm-hmm. and and I'm like, why would God create Earth if I put these corn cobs all over a trail? I'm like, that's somebody's gonna break an ankle because then, when interesting, it, when, yeah, right? <laughs> but but I remember standing there like processing all this because, like I said, this guy was like going ballistic, yelling at me that I need to go get these corn cobs, and I'm just I'm standing there thinking this all through, like, okay, then when it floods, they're, they're gonna float all over the place, and then when the water goes down, we're gonna have like corn cobs all over, and people are gonna be rolling ankles. Yeah. But he was like dead set that this was the solution to wet trails and i think i just ended it with like these are wetlands i'm sorry <laughs> you're gonna just need I to walk on the paved trails
1: i didn't know corn cobs were that absorbent. i
0: didn't either <laughs> but like he was adamant like he was adamant that this was the solution to wet trails i'm like i don't think so Mm -hmm. so (laughs) no um and along those same lines um like when i've been managing nature preserves there have been like adjoining landowners like homeowners that would come out and just like want to just like rip me a new one like they just want to yell because um i mean i won't make this a full dune and swale ecological lesson but we live up along the shores of lake michigan as historically as the lake has receded you know over thousands and thousands of years it leaves this dune and swale topography so there's like sand dunes and it goes down to swales sand dune goes down to swales it's actually very cool and globally rare anyway sorry i'm getting off on a tangent anyway um and so as these were left unmanaged for a number of years uh some of the areas got overgrown with like uh, weedy trees that don't belong there. Basically cottonwoods are specifically what I'm talking about. Um, fire suppression played a role in that. Okay. Sorry. Getting off on tangents again. Anyway, so landowners would, as we were doing all of this very hardcore restoration, like the, the federal government gave us millions of dollars to, to improve these properties. And so we're doing some very high level stuff. Nope. Scott's fire pager. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so we had to do some tree removal and so landowners were coming and just tearing into me like I'm like, you would have thought that I was like clear cutting the Amazon <laughs> And it was all just work that needed to be done. So I would just let them like have it out. Like, cause some, this is another life lesson. Some people are just angry and want to yell. Mm-hmm. I would just let them get it all out. Just get it out. Like, I just be like, okay, what else do you have? Just let it out. Just get it all. Yell at me for all of it. They'd yell about the trees. They would yell about shrubs. They would yell that our raccoons would get into their garbage cans. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how these are like our raccoons, but okay. <laughs> um, so just like literally everything that they wanted to yell about. Yep. Um, because some people are just angry, but then the approach that I started to take was I would let them just get that all out. And then I would offer to take them on a guided hike inside the nature preserve where I would explain to them everything that we're doing. I would explain them the scientific, um, and ecological reasons for all of the work we, that we were doing. If they, if they really wanted to learn and know about, you know, the ecological processes and why we were doing what we were doing, I was happy to share the scientific data with them and go over all of it. You know how many people took me up on that? Zero? Absolutely none. <laughs> I would Zero.
1: I like, all right, you're crazy.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I don't know, maybe, yeah, just over-explaining and yeah. being scientific yeah. maybe did it, but I don't know. I learned the lesson that some people don't like change because they didn't mm-hmm. like, it was changing the overall aesthetics yeah. of the preserves. So they don't like change and they just right. like to yell.
1: Well, I think yelling actually made me think of another, uh, another thing we had go on We're doing a job just is in a subdivision houses were pretty close together. And, uh, I remember getting there in the morning and the neighbor's house was already complete. Like landscape was already done. Yard was in, and we had our house and their the other side of the house was in their, uh, finished yard. So we had to just go in grade, do a normal, just landscape job. I remember going out there in the morning just to talk to the guys, to get them going, whatever. And I had just a coffee cup, and I sat it down in the grass of the neighbor's house, like up by the uh, utility section where we had the um, Comcast and, or you know, internet and, and telephone boxes. And I set it up over there just to keep it out of the way. And this guy came out screaming and yelling at me for stepping foot on his property. And oh um, yeah, he was that, that was causing problems. Yes, that, yes, those
0: footsteps in that coffee mug. Yep. Yeah. So
1: I've like I apologized, I picked my coffee cup up. I'm like, I apologize. I, you know, will not do that anymore. And uh we had Hispanic workers. He came out there and threatened to call immigration on our guys. I'm like, go ahead. All guys have been checked and you know where yeah. they're all legal, you know.
0: Not once again you're you just feel like, angry, sir. Yeah,
1: if you feel like you need to do that, go right ahead. And then he he actually had a, a large, I want to say it was a German shepherd dog. He let out Along the fence, and that dog just barked the whole time along the fence See, just to be, he, just to be kind he's just of a jerk. Being a jerk. Yeah.
0: And I don't like that because then you're just stressing out the dog. Yeah, so well, that's, the dog, that's and then not the nice. guys to do didn't your want dog to go by it.
1: And so, yeah. Yeah. So it was another life lesson. Needed, Some
0: people are just angry yeah. and like to yell. They're he just, just have I don't know to let know it go. Like, yeah. I
1: told our guys, you know, do everything you can not to step foot on his property and, and mm-hmm. do not do anything. Like, it was just weird circumstance. I don't know. And just yeah. some people just want to be jerks. And the funny thing is we actually had worked for that guy at his, um, uh, we actually snowplowed for that company. Um, he owned a, I forgot what the company's name was, but anyhow, he had a business that we actually land or I'm sorry. Oh, we plowed snow plowed for for him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And come to find out, yeah, we, we did work for him and I just didn't know the guy. My dad uh, dealt with this guy. and Yeah. I don't know what his issue was, but
0: no, that's a lesson I wish I would have learned a long time ago was that some people are just angry, the, the, like customers, the general public. And, um, I've worked in organizations where people I've, I've always worked in male dominated fields. I'm not blaming all the men, but I've worked with a (laughs) lot of angry, angry men. They're just, they're just nasty to work with. And they're just angry. And I honestly wish I would have learned the lesson a long time ago or you know much earlier in life that it had nothing to do with me it was just them mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
1: Because yes, I God, would be, look. I'd
0: be like, what? I'm like, I'm doing my job. Everything's fine. Just what? have to let
1: it go. Yeah. And let I had go. a hard
0: time with that. Like, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I do not have a problem with it now. <laughs> I will fire that all right back at you. But um, in my younger years, it was hard. Yeah. It was harder. So yeah. just
1: no, don't, you, take so. don't take it personally.
0: Don't take it personally. And I actually told this to our son yesterday because um, they're working on some of the bridges in town and the bridge is done, but mm-hmm. it's not open yet. And the sidewalks are open. Everybody walks on it. Mm-hmm. Like people go
1: because it's one of the it's opening like here in a couple days anyhow yeah
0: i think over labor day weekend it's yeah like that this coming weekend and so anyway there were some him and his little buddy were riding their bikes because that's like one of our main ways to get into town otherwise you have to go all the way around Mm -hmm. so they were riding their bikes on the sidewalk just to get the town me and our other son had just done it like 30 minutes before they did it is not a big deal and somebody yelled at them was like don't make me call the police and blah 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 so i had to even teach our 15 year old (laughs) that some people are just grumpy and want to yell and especially since they're teenagers you know that they're going to be a target people they're going to see that you know these you know these punk kids on their bikes and they're just going to want to want to yell and i don't think the cops give two rips as long as you're not doing anything yeah. so yeah. anyway so yeah so our 15 year old got to learn that lesson yesterday so
1: yeah well that's about all i had all the stories i can't really I think, think of so too yeah. yeah
0: sorry scott and i just going down memory <laughs> lane going down memory lane there but really like i said the, the main point of this was that in any you know if i could go back and tell myself anything it would be it, everything's fine yeah. even if it's kind of sucks in the moment you're going to be fine you're yeah. going to make it so yeah.
1: like I said mine was you know look at the big picture don't sweat the small stuff. You don't get stuck on measly tasks. And don't, don't pet take the sweaty out. things yeah. and
0: don't sweat the petty things. I Something think that like was George Carlin. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. And don't for, also don't forget to go ahead and get signed up for our Ready for More mm-hmm. giveaway so you can get three, three, three free months inside of the academy. That is going to be awesome. Yep. So, we'll be
1: doing drawing. I think it was October third, but it's in beginning October.
0: Yeah, very beginning of yep. October. So no, that that's like invaluable i Mm -hmm. mean we i mean we put the monetary amount of you know 750 on it but you know what's it worth you know to get your get your stuff together so before we go i've got a pod deck question for scott he has uh, he he asked me one last week Uh, oh this is a good one i just like pick them out of the deck here okay what is one bad habit you're trying to get rid of
1: bad habit let's see so many
0: yeah we all have lots. (laughs) you
1: need to get better habit of writing things down and, and keeping myself a little more organized like we go I go in flows like I'll start writing things down and, and I get away from it and consistency in tri- yeah. your organization yeah it's because I'm trying different things and that's part of my problem I oh, like I see to try di- works. I try different things and that's part of my problem too I guess oh I, hopping around yeah, too much yeah I just have this, this and that
0: pick one and go for yeah. it yeah yeah at one point you had like three different calendars that you're yeah. like you were gonna sync, and I'm like why yeah
1: yeah. I'm trying different things. Yeah. I got to stop doing that.
0: Got to learn something. <laughs> so, all right.
1: All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.
0: Hey everybody really quick we wanted to invite you to join what is unquestionably the best thing we've ever done in the million dollar landscaper community and it's a series of free short five minutes to be exact webinars called five minute Fridays you know everyone in their business is five minutes away from something some of you all are five minutes away from getting out of the field some of you are five minutes away from your most profitable season yet and some of you are five minutes away from taking your company to the next level
1: so no matter where you are in your business, these webinars are going to help you. They're going to help you understand all the moving pieces that go into running a successful landscaping business. So what we recommend you do right now is pause this audio, go to milliondahrlandscaper.com and get signed up for the five minute Fridays. That's millionairelandscaper.com, and we'll see you on Friday.